Hey guys, my name is Nora Franch and welcome to the podcast, Grateful Blessed Mess, daily reflections for those in the 12 steps. I am a fellow 12-stepper and certified mindset coach, and I am here to introduce you to the value of mindset coaching in your 12-step journey. So if you feel like you are stuck in the steps, if you're slipping and sliding with your abstinence, mindset coaching may help you as it did me, and you can find me at catholicmindsetcoaching.com. These episodes are meant to invite you in to consider the truths of 12-step wisdom and to join in the very real struggle of living them in action. I hope that it feels almost like a mini meeting, and I invite you to contribute your own share on the Grateful Blessedness Facebook group to keep the discussion going. My comments are based on my own experience, so feel free to take what you like and leave the rest. But my hope is to encourage you on your own daily 12-step journey. As they say, you cannot stay clean on yesterday's shower. So without further ado, let's begin. Hey guys, we're reading from Melody Beattie's The Language of Letting Go. Page 74, the reading from March 18th, titled Safety. One of the long-term effects of living in a dysfunctional family, as children or adults, is that we don't feel safe. Much of what we call codependency happens because we don't feel safe in relationships. This can cause us to control, obsess, or focus on the other person while neglecting ourselves or shutting down our feelings. We can learn to make ourselves feel safe and comfortable as part of a nurturing, loving attitude toward ourselves. Often, we get a feeling of safety and comfort when we attend 12-step meetings or support groups. Being with a friend or doing something nice for ourselves helps us feel protected and loved. Sometimes, reaching out to another person helps us feel safe. Prayer and meditation help us affirm that our higher power cares for us. We are safe now. We can relax. Perhaps others haven't been there for us in a consistent, trustworthy way. We are, we are learning to be there for ourselves. Today I will concentrate on making myself feel safe and comfortable. Okay, this theme of safety is huge. And it really, from what I've learned, and I, I think I've talked about this before, it's the first need that we have for first attachment need. So the first thing that like locks us into a firm footing and foundation to grow and develop and mature upon is a felt need of safety. And I think I've shared this before, but something I didn't understand earlier on in my own like therapy journey was something that came up in EMDR was just, was this sentence I heard myself say, um, like that I'm not safe with me. And a big thing that I used to, when, when I was still struggling, I still struggle, but really, really didn't have the language to describe my internal experience was that just, I would say, I'm not okay. I'm just, I'm not okay. Like, what's wrong? I don't know. I'm just not okay. And I didn't even know quite what that meant. But what I can see now is I, I can see that, that that screams of a lack of safety that for some reason I just did not feel safe in my own body. I didn't feel safe with myself. I didn't learn how to how to be there for myself. And so then I I dysfunctionally, you know, tried to get that from other people, which isn't their thing to give me. And so that creates all sorts of of dysfunctional relationing. <laughs> 
with other people, that causes pain on both sides. And so what we get to do with this 12-step work, the work of the program and, and all our outside help is to start to to depend upon ourselves for that safety that we need to thrive. And while, yes, the big book tells us that the solution is in finding a higher power that can solve our problem, I do believe and coming to understand and see that underneath that too, like that, yes, that is the answer, but I don't know that we're able to fully give ourselves over to the care of the God of our understanding until we can trust our own judgment to give ourselves over to something else. And so I think what I'm coming to see is that the primary relationship that we need to heal first is the relationship we have with ourselves, is in learning to trust our judgment and uphold our own dignity and see the goodness that we have. And once we can do that, even though it's our higher power that gives that to us and that tells us those things, if we can't accept it, if we continue to reject it, then that relationship between us and our higher power is never going to be solid. And so we have to come to see that for ourselves because it really does dwell within us. It's that image and likeness in which we were made, that goodness that just is within every single human being. But we aren't able to access it when we're fractured and wounded from all these things. And so the primary relationship that we get to heal and work on is learning how to trust and love and empathize and have compassion and see the goodness in ourselves so that we can then, knowing that all the goodness comes from our higher power, then give ourselves back to our higher power in step three so that we are then freed to live a life free of the bondage of self. It's so funny. It's I'm even getting a little bit confused as I say all these things, but it's it's what it is. It makes sense. We can talk about it more. <laughs> Email me. Um it's just it's just how it is. It's like our freedom comes from the relationship we have with our higher power. But I think for many of us we don't trust our higher power. And so that's a fracture, right? How can I be how can I get recovered if I don't trust my higher power? But why don't I trust my higher power? He says I'm good, that I matter, and that I'm enough. But I don't believe that I'm good, that I matter, and that I'm enough. And so I have to heal that if I'm going to be willing to walk alongside with the greater being who says I'm those things. Anyway, more on that later. This has gone on long enough. Remember that you are good, that you matter, that you are enough, that that is a deep well within you. It's not something that you need to be convinced of. It's something that you have to allow to come out of you because it's already there. With that, I pass.
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you feel that mindset coaching could help you on your 12-step journey, please feel free to reach out and find me at catholicmindsetcoaching.com. This is not a replacement for 12-step work. This is something outside of the 12 steps. It is simply something that has a heart for the 12 steps and those who are in it. And so welcome. If you are here, chances are you may also be a bit of a mess. And I hope that you can learn to find some gratitude in the blessings that have come from your messes.